So I'm like, it's not that I don't want to go to the movies. I want to go to the movies. It's expensive as though. Yeah, I, I want it to be worth I don't want to... I want to go to the theaters and then not have to worry about do I have money to go out to eat afterwards. Yeah. Because yeah. I didn't spend 120 bucks on the theaters. Yeah, because right. that's in tickets and snacks and Put it this way, if you like, let's say there's two movies in, in the theater, both horror films. Do you want to watch the horror film that's brand new or Scream 6? Yeah. What do you want to do? Alright, jumping into it. Yeah. yeah. Alright. Go in. Five, four, three, two. What's up, everybody? This is the Red Band Podcast, your source for all film and TV related news and topics. I'm your host, Andy King, and with me is my co host, Adrian. And of course, sitting in the same room with us is our technical director, Mike Cards. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome. How are you guys doing tonight? Pretty good. It's all it's all good. Oh, you know, coming back with more more news. Oh man, so much more news going on tonight. It just keeps flowing in. And from a very uh recognizable source. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot is coming from the same source, but the main topic we will be covering over tonight, of course, is a big thing happening over yet again, Warner Brothers. This time, though, it's a battle between two different companies. You got Warner Brothers and Paramount over the rights for South Park. That's right. But before we fully cover in that, we have first our filter of film news going on for you guys. So the big first article we got for you that's happening is there's a huge change underway in the film industry as it reckons with streaming and pandemic impact. So a lot of film, like the lower end film theaters... Like the mom and pop stuff that yeah. aren't like main franchises, they're shutting down. There's a lot shutting down, oh, yeah. and they're desperate. Even the ones that are still remaining, trying to, they're desperate. They're begging for like companies to send them films because oh, yeah. no one's like sending them anything. Even the local ones that we have around here, around uh, you know, a few miles away from us, mm-hmm. they're pretty much like they had to renovate. They're doing whatever they can. Are you talking renovate. about Temecu, right? Yeah. Do you see the like the new renovations they they're have? Trying yeah. They're trying real hard, yeah. but wow. I haven't. Sp- like I haven't even seen like the lineup that's been over in the, like our local theater, like Temecu. But are they even getting in the new big blockbuster stuff? Like, like there I is a problem know. happening right now. The only films that are being shown in theaters, like sequels or reboots. Yeah, I think that right now they're relying mostly on those. You know, come Saturday morning, Saturday morning to watch this those whole special film. nights, those like events and everything. Yeah, yeah. The, oh, grease like nights, midnight and, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Because even like AMC, like even the big ones are trying to do that just to keep up with costs. Like the Alfred Hitchcock nights, you know, during October and stuff like yeah. that. Like they're getting desperate trying to do all these like old timey classic films like special um, movie deals or something like that. You know, they'll get desperate once they start bringing in the uh, the what's called the Shadowcast nights. Oh, yeah. Once they reach, yeah. Once, once it gets to that level. Oh, that's when they reach the level. That, that's going to hurt. But how yeah. do you guys feel about that? Because there is a problem where we're not getting fresh new films in the in theaters I, I guess they don't feel confident with those films being put in theaters and actually getting enough money back i mean i've seen some um i've seen some articles and videos discussing that yeah and there are original pictures out there i mean you have babylon for one instance uh for that one uh that didn't remember. do good it didn't do good mm-hmm. also because it didn't make any fucking sense yeah, in the trailer. yeah but then after you watch it it makes a lot more sense mm-hmm. because it's more about like on the glittery side on the surface it's like hollywood glamour and gold mm-hmm. but then as things progress and you get closer a little bit more to that stardom 
you end up down a deeper path yeah. until eventually. And it's a symbolism of hell, basically. And the thing yep. is, like, a lot of time is, like, films like that, it will kind of make sense why it becomes, you know, it doesn't do too well, you know, yeah. box office-wise. But, like, you're even getting massive action-packed films, like the one that just released, $65 million. Uh, you know, with Adam Driver? Yeah. Yeah, that's oh, not doing yeah. good right now. That's not doing good. Really? I thought that would look pretty interesting. Yeah, it looked yeah. really interesting, but apparently it's just, it's not enough. And I think because it's not something familiar, uh-huh. people aren't flocking to the theaters to see. And there's been heavy, heavy advertisement and promotions behind it. Does that have yeah. to do with ticket prices not wanting to spend money on something you're you're not, unfamiliar. You don't. Know, you want to spend that twenty twenty five dollar ticket for something you're you're not sure whether it's going to be good or not. Yeah. Like I mean, if you're going to a Marvel film, you know exactly what you're going in to yeah. see. Yeah. If you're going in for like a Scream film, the new Scream, you know what you're like, walking hey, into. Look, uh, can you look real quick. What was uh, top grossing this week? Okay. We just talked to it. It was like, wasn't it Creed two? Oh no, this week. Sorry. Yeah, yeah this, this week. week. My bad. No, was, probably Scream. That's what I'm saying. Like it's if it's anything, it's gonna be nothing but sequels that already previously established. Creed three. See, oh, Creed, Creed three. three. Yeah. Okay. So it's gonna be Creed three. I guarantee it's is a scream in there too as well or schemes. Uh, I haven't seen. They haven't put it on the list yet. Right now, it's just showing Creed three, Cocaine Bear, Ant Man, Quantum, Ant Man, Quantum Mania. Okay, but even though okay, Ant yeah. Man is Marvel because yeah, it just yeah. released. Yeah. Scream. yeah. Uh, Cocaine Bear. I think that's just an exception because it's so wildly, you know, it's just Ray Liotta's last film too. So yeah, yeah, that's true. But to me, Cocaine Bear is like it's such an outrageous. Okay, yeah, story. they just they just updated. So number one right now is Scream Six. There you oh, go. There yeah. you go. See, yeah, it, yeah, it goes Scream Six, Creed Three, and then yeah, it's doing pretty good right now. It's not doing as well as they wanted to. Uh, Sixty five. So right now they're looking at their grosses four point four mil. Still, I mean, it's not... It's not doing anywhere near what it wanted to do. Yeah. But I'm just saying, that's the whole idea. Like, people would rather go see something they're familiar with. Exactly. A sequel, yeah. something like that, mm-hmm. versus, you know, something brand new. Yeah, because you yeah. got 65 mil, which is at four point fill, but then, like, Cree 3 is already at 7.5. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then you got Scream 6, which is already at 19.3. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it made sense though. The reboot for Scream Five, mm-hmm. like, got really people interested in seeing the newest one for Scream Six. So. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's that. Unfortunately, is the trend right now. It's going to be only sequels that are really going to be, yeah. and it's going to be the biggest blockbusters. I feel like now it's just trends. Theaters are just going to be only a placeholder for big blockbusters, and that it. You're not going to go see like the Northmen in theaters and stuff anymore. No, because no, that you're not going to see the Fableman, you know? No. And that was really good. Yeah, That was yeah. a really good movie. It's a, if those have never seen it, it's loosely based on Steven Spielberg's upbringing and how he started when he was a kid. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, fantastic. Film. Like I said, yeah, come back. It comes back to the idea of like, do I want to spend 25 bucks on something that I might like? Yeah. yeah. Or something that I actually will enjoy or tar. I've wanted to watch tar. Yeah. As well. That looks really good too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, see, there's there's a whole bunch of good movies out. Unfortunately, I have to come back to the ticket price because it's like I'm not going to go watch a movie, spend twenty five dollars per hey, person mm-hmm. plus snacks and shit, and no, it's out terrible. Actually, I got a better solution. Just drop the price on popcorn. That's it. <laughs> yeah, the, dude, I'm, I'm saying oh, snacks. Yeah, there you go. Hey, yeah, if you really drop the price on the snacks, uh, it'll bring a lot more people in there. Definitely. Like if you do popcorn, soda, candy, the or- cap it at eight dollars. Or even, yeah. or even you buy three, buy two tickets. You get a small, uh, a small bag of popcorn. Mm-hmm. It comes with it. Yeah, guarantee you're Something, gonna get people. Yeah, you're gonna get a lot of people. Oh no, what was the, t- <laughs> what was the time AMC actually tried, and they did like two dollar ticket night. 
And did you see that? No. It got so out of hand so fast. The lobbies were flooded. The theaters were flooded. It it actually got to the point to where police had to come in and tell people to get out. Because it was just like, hey, yo, come and get $2 tickets, bro. People buying up like eight, nine yep. fucking tickets. Yep. And then staying for those like seven movies or something. Be- Why not? Why not? And it just backfired. Yeah, I could definitely see some of that being an issue. But yeah, I mean, that's unfortunately what's going to be the trend is we're only going to see the blockbusters and we're not going to see the smaller independent films. Though we will see the smaller independent ones. No matter where it happens, no matter what day and age, of course, it's going to be the Oscars. But it's interesting that I'm bringing up the Oscars because recently there was a whole thing where Ukrainian President Zelensky tried having a telecast moment. He bid to appear on the Oscars and they recently came out. They rejected the idea. They rejected it. And they said that's that's out of the ordinary, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's out of the ordinary. That's... I, I... I see what he's trying to do. He's trying to spread the message of the Ukraine war everywhere. And he's in his mind. He's like, man, the Oscars is a big American thing. You know, maybe if I get my, you know, five minute, you know, 10 minute little speech up, you know, we can bring in some more money, some more guns to the war effort. Uh, uh, we're talking exactly, about the Oscars. Yeah. He thought the Oscars. He might want to reach towards Nickelodeon. Go to the kids' choice. Hell, yeah. take the MTV. And it's like, yeah, it is the thing. Like, who's going to be really watching the Oscars for this year? Like, the Oscars viewership has been tanking, and they're trying to make it edgy and cool. Like last year, where they were like, they brought a DJ. Mm. It was just turned into the Ellen Show. Do you remember that? It was so weird. He was up like on top of the, uh, like in the galleys or whatever, yeah. like the private boxes. And he's just like, yeah, all right, we're coming out now with best cinematography. It was, it was weird. Mm-hmm. It was so odd and cringy. It's like the old guy that's like still trying to be hip. He just turns his hat yeah. backwards. Yeah, that's what, that's know? exactly <laughs> what that is. Oh, that's but has that been a thing where people try to place bids to air their stuff on the Oscars? It's kind of like the Super yeah. Bowl. Is it for like movies. the Super Bowl with yeah. like, you know, it's stuff kind of, like that where yeah, you pay is. a little extra for like your commercial or whatever you want for that? Normally, yeah. Yeah. It's I, I, mean, I don't think you're spending like a million dollars for like or five it, seconds. Or at something. least to show your trailer for yeah. this movie. Why why isn't that a thing? Why hasn't the Oscars always been a big thing to show movie trailers? That was another part of that segment I was telling okay, you about. Okay, really? Okay, yeah. Yes. Okay. There there was a thing I was just telling you guys about. Yeah, what do you want to explain to the audience yeah. like, what yes. we were doing okay. beforehand? Yeah. So this guy wrote this article. I, my phone already died. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll put out the I'll put out the uh We'll put it in the link we'll in the description. Yeah. The, and the guy gave the credit where it's due. But this guy basically talked about how to fix the Oscars. And one of it is don't make it shorter. Keep it the same length. Just start it earlier. Split it into three segments. The first segment just kind of be like the below the bar stuff, kind of like the uh, best, you know, makeup, yeah. best editing, blah, blah, blah. You know, more along the lines of your your crew, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like the, the skeleton, the skeleton and the organs that yeah. make up the thing, you know, and hosted by like a niche kind of not so popular, but kind of coming up actor kind of thing. Yeah. Or even like TV host or something. And then at the very end of that show to honorable Oscars. And then after that, then you go into your break, 
you go into your hour-long break where it allows the actors and actresses to be able to talk and mingle and maybe even like uh, come up on camera, talk mm-hmm. about their next pictures, you know. It's kind of like the red carpet event, but just in that hour. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. I see. Okay. Yeah. But at the same time, it's also like an hour-long halftime show. So in that hour, you're going to see probably in a separate location like Hollywood Bowl or the Palladium or anywhere else, you know, and it shows the five nominated original scores for that night. Like a live performance Like a live that? performance okay. of that. So you'd be like, okay. You get this to is- actually hear the full song of what was nominated. Yes, you'd be yeah. like, oh, okay, this is, this is pretty cool. Okay, I can kind of engage a little bit more with this and then uh, showcase upcoming movie trailers, new yeah. ones, yeah. kind of things like that. And then afterwards, once that whole entire hour thing, you or once you show what you can, then you just fill in with like commercials and shit until you come into the third segment. And now the third segment's where you now you have your meat and potatoes. Now you have best writing, um, uh, best original score, or sorry, yeah, you, then you have best original score, then you have uh, best actor, best actress, supporting actress, supporting actress, you know, uh, the top or 11 mm-hmm. or so nominees. And those ones are hosted by the big stars. Now you got... Then you got Tom Holland. You got like Sir Michael Caine. You know mm. the, the, the huge ones that are the current. I was surprised they haven't like tried like combining like CinemaCon with like Oscars. They are. You see what I'm saying? Like a big event. No, no, no. We we all agree it needs to be like a better event. Yeah, but we all know it's because they're two peakies up. They're 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 two up their own asses. Like it needs to focus on the actors themselves. Yes, it's it's very uh, instead of like entire like cinema engulfing event. It's the way I kind of interpret it is like Tevia from Filler on the Roof, whereas like throughout the entire movie he's like tradition. You know, mm-hmm. it's the Oscars tradition. And then there are times where he's like, okay, I can kind of bend the rules a little bit to allow yeah. some things until it's like, hey, why don't we try starting a little bit earlier, making it this way, you know, make it actually Actual more bar. engaging and watchable. watchable yeah. But yeah. that's the third child where he's like, no, no, <laughs> like, you don't know nothing. Tradition. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty much the Oscars now. And they have to keep a level of, oh, we're the biggest movie night of the year. Kind of thing, even yeah. though you're not. Yeah. Well, you're now not. you're not. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Before it was cool. Now no, it's, I, it was never like, cool. Like I enjoyed. <laughs> I enjoyed it be before. It was never cool at all. I enjoyed even it before. As a kid, I was like, this is like the most up up there on ass show there is. Then as an adult, this is the most up. Same exact thing. Nothing's changed. <laughs> no. Over the years, it fluctuated between being up your own ass to entertaining, being up your own ass to entertaining. Like it fluctuated back and forth. They just have not been able to. Depends find on what controversy is going. That's yeah, what it, is. it really yeah. is. Yeah, it really does become something like that. But definitely, I do agree with like they need to change yeah. something up. But I do know Jimmy Kimmel's hosting, and I liked Jimmy Kimmel when he hosted yeah. last time. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. Yeah, but they real it's just it's really weird like i definitely see them why they stepped away from the whole Zelensky thing and trying to be less political and like we're just yeah. focusing on movies yeah yeah because we're already getting in trouble for being way too overly political they're mm-hmm. at this point they're trying to avoid any type of controversy exactly after fucking after any political after the will smith slap literally yeah. <laughs> because of that i no, i honestly i think that's one of the main like not the main reason but one of the big reasons yeah i feel be, yeah because uh I don't want to get too far into the slap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. the slap, everyone remembers the slap more than the actual winners. Exactly. Yeah. So I think they're trying to avoid another situation like that. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. Which, uh, actually, quickly before we close that one out, is I know that they, they supposedly they hired a new team that's meant to, like, 
protect the actors this time. Wow. Really? That's not just security. They got their security. That's what like, So it's undercover security, right? <laughs> just a sniper posted up. What if it's just like undercover security, like in the front row audience? So if someone comes up, they're just like, like they're keeping like their hands like on yeah. the armchairs, like just ready just to fucking pounce. No, they get, they're going to get those NBA ones. Oh, oh shit. Ones, yeah. The ones that, the those, tackle, <laughs> that tackle you straight out. Yeah. The, the, the tackling ushers. Yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> We need those. All right. And then the last bit of film news we will cover over before you go over to the main topic. This is more in Adrian's territory. So Bob Iger is already planning on leaving, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's already planning on leaving after only being there for a couple months. Well, he was there for a while. Yeah. Then, uh, what's his name? Uh, Chepek. Mm-hmm. Yep, Chepek was in Good there. Good old Chepeki. Yeah. All Chepekis. Yep. He was in there. Obviously, he sucked at his job. We all agree. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and he ended up getting kicked out, and they brought in Bob Iger again. Mm-hmm. The original plan was to have him for two more years. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of a sudden, now it's been re- recently announced that he's actually on his way out for the next couple months. Oh, okay. So a lot quicker than expected. Mm. So, like, he's not taking a break for a couple months and then coming back. He's he's here just to do some quick cleanup, yes, and then he's, he's back out. Then he's okay. back out. Okay. He okay. did I mean, he even said originally he didn't want to come back at all. Yeah. But I mean, pretty much, I think people, enough people begged him, and he saw the company kind of in shambles right now mm-hmm. that he needed to come back uh, to just to re, kind of restructure everything. Um, and he's restructuring. I mean, even though he's on his way out, he still continues to work. Mm-hmm. He's not he's not abandoning the you know the Disney Corporation altogether. Yeah. But he's already talking about reducing costs on films, TV shows, to focus on quality, not volume. I like that. I like that idea too. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, because I mean, if you look on Disney Plus right now, you see like the Marvel shows, just one being pumped well, up for it's, another. It's like yeah. the Marvel shows, the Star Wars shows, then their own Disney originals. It's yeah. Like, I see what they're doing. They're trying to push out a working machine. Yeah, and it's just going to be around the clock content. Yeah, and they're hoping this is going to be constant money revenue coming in, mm-hmm. not realizing that you're just they themselves are oversaturating the market. Like. Even going back to the theaters, how many movies that are showing in theaters are by themselves Disney owned? The last one I that last one I know of was Frozen Two, wasn't it? No, no but no, I'm no, talking no. about like Disney owned films. I'm talking about anything Marvel, anything oh, all that stuff. Yeah. Like they're being flooded over in the theaters. Almost everything is by Disney in oh, theaters right now. Yeah, like, that's true. it's almost similar. We're talking about the uh, super superhero fatigue. Yeah, but I mean, not this one's just not Disney fatigue. It's basically yeah, yeah. Disney fatigue. So because instead- we're getting constant, like we're getting constant superhero movies. We're getting constant Disney movies. You get Star Wars, Star movies, Wars. You know, I so- mean, it's always like some always find out. Hey, have you seen this new show, dude? I already found out about the last one. Yeah, and a, like- I mean, like I said, I didn't even know what's called the the Endor one came out until like two weeks later. Yeah, there's no oh, breathing wow. room anymore. Yeah. There's to go and discover something else because they're going to constantly bring you something else relevant to their own cinematic universe or just their yeah. content or something There's like that. There's no way for you to digest the content that you're watching now, taking a breather, and then seeing something else that's about to come out. Exactly. Yeah. You know, And you don't allow that. When you create so much content like that, so if you have like four, five, six movies from your studio coming out all the same year, you're also diluting the income those movies are getting because you're sparsing it so out. So you're not having all these people rushing to see this one movie because it's that one Disney yeah. movie that's coming out this year because you have about five, six others that they can yeah. easily forget about this one because there might be something else they're interested in. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They're not they're not taking their time and spreading their content yeah. out properly. Mm-hmm. Well, was the original problem with, with, with their Marvel Studios was 
when they try to pump out so much material at once. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That, you know, it used to be like I said, back when, you know, what was it like, fuck, even five, six years ago, mm-hmm. when it was just, you know, three Marvel movies a year and that was it. Yeah. Yeah. We got, you know, the winter one, summer, and the fall one. And that's yeah. it. Now we have like every other month we have a new Marvel film coming out yep. or a new project coming out. Mm-hmm. Or a show or yeah. some sort of like short clip or series or something like that. Yeah. So it's like, it's always, you're getting so much now of it. It's, mm-hmm. you can't really get a break from it. So it's no. not, it's, yeah. I can definitely see the issue that they're trying to restructure and not push out so much content to really focus on quality. Yeah. yeah. And I get what I said. I understand as well because they're trying, you know, the competition is out there for these other streaming services. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to keep you locked into their streaming service, but there's almost so much, there's almost so much. Yeah, definitely. There's, you can only put out so much before you lose people's interest. Yeah. 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 Definitely makes sense. Well, we're going to go over to our main topic, but first we're going to have a quick little break segment from our sponsor audible. Yeah. So we'll be right back after this. All right, and we are back, everyone. So, of course, we're going to go over our main topic tonight, this big lawsuit going over with Warner Brothers Discovery and Paramount Global over the licensing dispute of South Park. I know. Yes. So what's the big what's the big thing going on with this happening? Because at, they were sharing the same licensings, right? Yes. yes. So Paramount technically owns South Park. Yeah. So yeah. Paramount owns Comedy Central, which in turn owns... South Park, it's mm-hmm. distributor. Yeah. Right. So, but Warner Brothers made a deal with Paramount and be like, hey, let us use your catalog. It's a, it was a $500 million deal, basically letting uh, Warner Brothers use Paramount's entire catalog of South Park, all the seasons up to current, uh, in exchange to Paramount's deal is that, okay, we'll give you our entire catalog. However, we get to only show like the 10 to 14 South Park specials. Mm, so like the okay. ones that we've seen, like the, the pandemic, pandemic special yeah, yeah. and things like that mm. will only show over at Paramount. And we was like, okay, cool. However, we get three new seasons along with your catalog. And you're like, okay, deal. And that was worth $500 million. You know, both are profiting off this one. Yeah. Okay? However, this was before the pandemic happened. So because the pandemic happened, Shutdowns occurred, which means less animators, less people coming into work, mm-hmm. which means less episodes for those newer seasons. They were promised three seasons, at least 30 episodes. So around like 10 episodes per season. And what is it on episode? Or sorry, seri- uh, season 20. They're on 26 now. 26. So that means six. So 23rd, the 23rd season, mm-hmm. right? That would be the. Yeah. The 23rd season only had. Six episodes. Yeah, because the last few yeah. seasons, they've been really light on the episode count. Yes. Yeah. Because well, it's been uh, fewer workers. Well, basically. I mean, so I thought it was because of the movies they've been releasing. Because they've been releasing those like episodes, then they release a movie. Those like those movie specials. Yes. Yeah. So because of that, they've had less animators to work on the actual series because it's focusing more on those movie on specials. Those yeah. And specials and things like that. And because of that, it results in shorter seasons. So season 23 resulted in, or sorry, 24. Season 24 resulted in six episodes. Season 25, three, uh, I think three episodes, three or four episodes. And then the current season now, season 26, I believe is only set to release only six episodes again. 
Warner Brothers is suing Paramount because they're claiming that they were swindled and lied to and using words to get around the phrase of cutting on their seasons because their their argument is you promised the seasons. Oh yeah, I'm I'm looking at right here. Um, season twenty four, two episodes. Yeah, see, damn, look at that. So their argument is like you said that you would give us seasons, mm. and they're saying that in Paramount's language. They're like, oh, yeah, we'll give you seasons, but we won't say hell no, many episodes. episodes in those scenes, yeah. Uh-huh. So they're suing they're suing Paramount for $500 million uh, <sighs> and saying that they violated their contract. But, okay, but in the contract, which uh, obviously we'd have no access to, mm-hmm. but in the contract, it would have to specify that certain amount of episodes. That's the thing. I think that's what they're getting the word around. It's like by season. Like, no, yes. we gave you, you know, Three seasons. Three seasons and specials and Mm -hmm. movies. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like that should have been detailed within the first initial contract. How many episodes per season? Yeah. But this also resulted before David Zasloff. Got it. As well. So in this case, um, I think he's looking to try and maybe cash on some money. Okay. Because Warner Brothers needs money. Oh, yeah. I think right now. But also, South Park being in the middle of this, Matt Stone and Trey Parker, they haven't given an official announcement of their current situation since they're like being in the middle of this tug of war. Mm-hmm. But they did say that we have fuck you money now. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. There like, you we, go, yeah. we can do what we want kind of I thing. Know, they, no, they always done what they want. Yeah. Well, they, no matter what the But now are, with like less stress. Yeah. Yeah. You know? But I mean, okay, put it this way. That's. You were able to watch any South Park episode you wanted, or at least on random, mm-hmm. on their website up to, I mean, even today, you can still do that. Mm-hmm. That you don't need to subscribe to a service to go see their any of their content. Yeah. They've never needed it. Uh, even though after they sold it to, you know, uh, to any streaming service. It was still available. Yeah. It was still available online. So they always had that fuck you, you know, attitude where we don't care. We'll put out our content as we will. Yeah. I mean, like I said, they do. They fuck with, with. Dude, they fucked with entire religion. They fucked with everyone at this point. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, but we're talking like they specifically attack Scientology just because they were because they wanted to. That's it. Which actually reminds me, uh, that episode actually. Oh no, not on. No, no. If you look at that episode, yeah, the credits. It's all written by Jane Smith and John Smith. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's all and the uh, the episode that actually uh, damaged Mormonism. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's that point where it's like, if you could say what you want about South Park and everything, they're pretty on point with what they're talking about with their subject matter. Yeah. Yes. And it's at this point where it's like, yeah, you kind of take it with a grain of salt because they're going a little extra with some of their jokes, but there is some truth behind what they say sometimes. Yes. Yeah. They're uh, they're pretty good with their with weaving current events mm-hmm. to making it more digestible. Yeah. To make sense. Yeah. So. It's brilliant. I love oh, South no, Park. No, they've, South they're, great. they've always had the, I mean, even if go back to the earlier, like, uh, interviews, mm-hmm. they've always had the attitudes. We don't care who we piss off. Mm-hmm. As long as it makes you laugh, we don't care. And they, I just said that, I think it's like years back. They said they had, they had no friends in Hollywood because of what they've done. Yeah. So did South Park state like Trey Parker, Matt Stone, the South Park coming, did they state where they fall in the line between this whole lawsuit between Paramount and Warner? No, they haven't released no. any official statement. Okay. Cause like, it's funny, like this whole argument loss is happening back and forth, but something that it's about them seems like they're not even involved with it. 
You see what I'm saying? They're they're just still doing their thing. Yeah. They really do not care. It's like they're just producing their content and like whoever gets it gets it. You guys can fight and sue each other over it. It's kind of like when you're right now they're caught in between like this love triangle (laughs) and that they're being fought over where it's like no, they're mine. No, they're, like, no, they're mine. And they're just like, oh my god, like stop it, guys. Like, yeah, stop. God, like, oh my god, whatever. <laughs> As they're still making shit, so really, they don't care. Like, they really don't care with that. Now, do you think they'll make an episode about this? Oh, Probably. absolutely, 100. absolutely. Like we just saw the last one where they finally covered over like the Chat GPT. Oh yeah. my God. And the last like 10 minutes was written by the actual chat GPT AI. So it had its own credits. So it fixed its own solution of the story. And then it was even mentioned like written by Trey Parker and, and chat PT chat PT. Oh, chat GPT. GPT. Yeah. So I'm like, Oh my God. Like, so, you know, it's going to be like, give it like two, three episodes and they're going to already start making fun of the whole lawsuit. Probably. Wow. They and probably- I bet you it's going to be like some joke play on like some divorce. Yes. Yeah, they won't I bet mention, you. They won't mention by name, but they'll be like, <laughs> okay, we know what's going on. They have to. They really do have to. Yeah, it's brilliant. Uh, do you guys got any more thing to say about this before we fully close out? Uh, I mean, I'm... Like, do you think this is going to affect anything further along the line with, like, how many episode counts we're going to get from South Park? Or do you think they're going to go back to the original South, like episode count? Because mm. last few seasons, it's like the last three seasons, it hasn't been a total like 10 episodes. No, it hasn't. It's only not, been like 12, 14 episodes. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I kind of see them not going back to their, sticking to like six, you know, six to, you know, eight episodes, maybe at maxed out. Yeah. Simply because I know that Matt Stone, Trey Parker, they like doing other side stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, South Park is a bread and butter, but. You they, can only go for so long. Yeah. yeah. So they enjoy, you know, obviously like so the Book of Mormon, which they, they I mean, they had that out for a while now, mm-hmm. but they, I know that they've been talking about doing other projects. So, yeah. I'm, or do I you mean, think somehow this lawsuit is going to transition over to like Warner Bro- or to Paramount getting only exclusive lights rights back to South Park? Because I really don't want to get Paramount. I, yeah, for real. Neither do I. To South I Park. Like, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I don't want to do that. I'll like, admit, they have the funniest, they do have funny commercials. No. They, have, they, they do lock me in, like, I got to get it, but I don't want to pay extra. Yeah. It's like, I'm already paying for so much for it and so many other streaming services. Like, don't split this up again. I'm not going to watch the Patrick Star show. You can go fuck off. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to watch it. All oh, right. yeah. That's, did that already get. It's already, it's already been, I think, like already a season in. Ah, oh, man. Yeah. See, I completely forgot about that. He said, I'm so not invested in getting another streaming service. I really don't want to get another. I don't. I don't want to do that. At this point, I'm just borrowing. Yeah, it's borrowing from other people at this I'm point. Borrowing from other people. I've yet to use Apple TV. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, have, yeah. I have not. And I really want to watch Foundation. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm not committed enough to get Apple TV for that. I'm really not. Really enough off topic. Uh, I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to navigate Apple TV. Really? I thought it was just like another streaming service, but it's like Amazon where it's like, it's Oh, a Hey, bad UI layout. Yes. Yeah. It's like, Oh, watch this. Okay, cool. Rent for something. I'm like, well then Come where's on. all the, where's it, all the free content? Where's the content I can watch? Yes. And, and it, it just was difficult. It was weird. It's a weird layout. Didn't like it. So that, I think that's why I just never went back. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I've never seen that layout. I haven't been on it. Like, I never even tried to attempt to, like, even, like, a free trial of nothing. Like, at least Amazon yeah. lets you know what's free with the Prime exactly. tag, yeah. line, whatever. Oh, no, the, now they have the option to click, like, show me only that. Yes. Oh, okay, so good. So then I'm like, okay, cool. 
Yeah. Because I know they're constantly trying to work on their interface because everyone constantly complains about the Amazon Prime interface because it's bad. Every time I'm on it, I don't like it. It's gotten a little bit better. Right. Yeah, it's gotten better, but you know, they're still working at it. Yeah. But they'll never get up to like the level of like Hulu or No. No. Or like Netflix, Prime or like Max. Yeah, that makes sense. Honestly, the bit where Hulu had a little bit of like that rainbow kaleidoscope thing when it turned on. You remember that? Oh yeah. I like that. You did? I did like that. I was like, oh. Oh no. Another thing which I liked on Hulu. Was back when you were able to watch on the uh, PSVR during Halloween, they actually put a haunted house version of it. So they'll put the TV screen in front of you. So you're sitting like in a haunted house. In a haunted yeah, okay. house. That's pretty cool. That's interesting. I tried doing that. I got like a weird headache. I can't it, do it, VR while watching. It's like the screen's like right here. No, no. Well, this one had like an adjustable version so you could actually bring out further away ah. from you and it'll bring it up like in theater mode. But the entire surrounding was an actual like haunted house. Oh. So you see like a little doll, like all of a sudden it's just scatter across could we get like a different like vr movie layout so instead of like sitting in a movie theater you're in a vr set and you're watching a theater can you have like a vr setting where you're sitting on your car watching a movie on your phone <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that was so jarring and weird no absolutely not get the real experience of watching a movie in your car <laughs> Dude, like i said I, I, what we ever do we get that oculus one for the pc yeah I am the first game I'm gonna play is Solitaire. Oh, uh, of course, <laughs> of course you would. But yeah, that's all I got on South Park. All yeah. right. Well, we want to thank everyone for listening to tonight's topic. I'm curious on your thoughts on tonight's podcast. How do you feel about the whole South Park lawsuit between Warner Brothers and Paramount? Do you think you know it's a cool thing? Do you think you just hate it? Do you think Paramount's gonna get all the rights? Do you think Warner Brothers? You can leave a comment below if you're watching this on the Next Gen YouTube channel. If not, we'll be we putting this up on our open forum on our website at www.nextgenepro.com forward slash Red Band Podcast for our listeners discuss episode topics and various other film related news we put out episodes every wednesday for audio listeners you can find the red pad podcast on itunes amazon music spotify iHeartRadio, and of course our website which i'll say again www.nextjourneypro.com forward slash red red band podcast and as usual before we fully close out mike has those last end notes for you guys yes as always all the different ways you can be able to listen to us uh itunes Spotify, Amazon Music, uh, yeah, what else we got? Uh, iHeartRadio, everything. everything. Pretty much everything that you probably have subscribed to, to some sort of music or audio channel, chances are we're on there. So head on over there and check us out at the Next Journey Productions. You'll be able to look for the screaming mic, uh, as well as our YouTube channel, which we still have running. We still have content right there, including uh, other stuff not related to the Ray Band Pockets. But if you still want to watch us live to see these kind of banters, at least at our other previous episodes. Mm-hmm. We're, we're still kind of doing audio only, but we do have other content. So considering getting on over there, uh, hitting liking, subscribe, commenting, sharing with other friends, and of course our Patreon account that we do always have up. So considering subscribing to our Patreon account so that we can be able to make more content because we want to make more content for you. And we can only do that when we have more subscribers. So more subscribers means more content. So, Head on over there, and that's it. (laughs) I never know whether to say see you next time, because I feel like I'm stealing your line. Oh, yeah, that's my line. Don't take that. All right, so you guys heard from Mike. Please like and subscribe, and we'll see you next time. Later, taters.